this going, and then let's get one of these situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom! There we yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. Sync, synced up. Have you ever um? What do you edit your videos in real quick? Synced up. Adobe Premiere, sir. Have you ever done the um multicam? No, but how does that work? Figure it. Look, Google like multicam YouTube. Can I YouTube you? Yeah. Yeah. You just look up multicam settings for audio visual, and when you set it up, it'll match it. What? It'll sync everything for Serious? you. Yeah, I just did a live session, so it's like oh. four camera angles. You gotta let me come watch audio that. things. Let me come watch this. A yeah. live session. I just so want to see it. Yeah, I just yeah. want to see the, the thing. Do you have like a switcher? Like a switch? Like a, in, inside it? Yeah. Yeah, you can switch it so that it switches the oh. angles inside. But you can just do it with one video, one audio, and it'll sync up the audio to the video. That's nice because yeah. you know what is gonna happen to future Nick is that I'm gonna be sitting here going, "There's the clap." There's the clap, yeah, you know? Exactly. So, and, like, you have internal audio on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's really where it's going to – it'll just line both that and that up. Because that, that was – That saved my, my life. That was one of my big mistakes, though, when I started – I did, like, my, my intro to YouTube was that I turned – like, there's an option to turn the mic on the camera off. Oh, so you did that? I did that. And yeah. then I was like, uh, like, where's the, the reference, you know? Because, oh, yeah. like, when you put the video with the audio in, it'll show where that spike is. I've met a lot of non-video people who make videos say that when they have, like, mics with them. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, I just turned the audio off. But every video person's like, what? Why? Yeah, Why I did, did that you the do first that? time, yeah. and then never again. Exactly. exactly. It's always on. That internal mic is always. There always. you go. All right. So, um, <laughs> uh, this is um, just a chat about how we got into the business, I guess. Yeah. How, how we got into our creative uh, field, our positions. Um, so where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Like, wh where was this journey for you? Where did you decide you wanted to make uh, visual art? So I, I, I always kind of knew, I'm like one of those like traditional boys where like I kind of like knew from like four or five that I wanted to make movies. Mm -hmm. But really, I and, I, and I got my first camera when I was like six it was like a point and shoot because my dad worked for Canon. Oh, so cool. like I always had like uh, he, he wasn't like high up where like I was shooting on like 5D C100s. <laughs> but he was always like throwing me a camera left and right. As I got older, it went from like point and shoot to like actual DSLRs and like learning the settings. But I didn't really realize that I could make like an income off of it and make a career off of it until I was like 16 and I was I, I joined a broadcasting technology class in my high school, and my teacher looked at the stuff I was making and was like, "Okay, you already have an understanding of settings and a camera. You already have an understanding of editing because I used to make these videos when I was a kid on my MacBook with the uh, laptop camera. You know the laptop this, camera. This yeah. camera, yeah, and I would edit it in an iMovie. Right yeah, yeah, this that that, right there? that that thing was my first real video camera. This was your video that camera. And, uh, that and a Canon. I still shoot with it. It's a Canon camcorder. It's like about this size. Those are my two first cameras. So I used to put those together and edit these like movies and iMovie. It was like vlogs before vlogs were a right. thing. Yeah. But two camera situations. Yeah, two camera yeah. situation at like nine years old. Which is crazy yeah. because even now, even like we were just talking about, even me, if you throw two cameras at me, I go, hold on. Yeah. I got, I got I mean, my like, head around this. The yeah. audio wasn't really, you know, I was oh, nine. Like it was funny. pretty, but I, I understood how to cut and I understood how to shoot by the time I got into that class. And then my teacher had said like, hey, like if you actually want to do this, like you can, you, you can do this. You can make money off of making videos. You just have to figure out what other people want. 
So it sounds like your dad was like your first sponsor of this literacy. Thing. Yeah, I, eating I guess foods, that's right? true. That's yeah, yeah. And that's what's like, funny is it was subconscious. He just had access to this stuff. Right, he didn't right, even right, right. realize that I was that interested in it. He just was like, hey, like, I have all of these cameras. But you that's, like messing with but that. That's huge, man, because like I didn't get around to like I didn't know that the camp, the whole idea of like the camera was an option. I knew that like photographers existed, but I don't know what world I was living in. I think I only <clears throat> I played a lot of sports in high school. Mm-hmm. and leading up to high school and by the time i got to high school like the only photographers that i had even been aware of were like ansel adams because <clears throat> you hear about that yeah and then sports photographers right mm-hmm. so i get to high school and my journalism teacher's like hey you could take pictures for your stories and i was like yeah that, that sounds cool you know i'd like to have just like one byline like by nick pennington you know like not by nick pennington photos by someone else so i started shooting and I was awful, you know, it's really bad. And she yeah. had to teach me and she's like still my mentor to this day. I won't say her name. Usually don't drop her name on anything, mm-hmm. but, uh, um, she still works at high school. Google it. But, um, she's like, uh, so she taught, taught me all this stuff and like all the way through out of high school and stuff. Um, but that was the first time that someone was like, Hey, like you, you can even, not only can you like work a camera, but here's how you can work it. And then I like, think by the time I was like ready to graduate, she was like, you, in the future, because of course not then, she was like, in the future, you may be able to make a living out of this because you're kind of on that trend, yeah. that trajectory. Um, so I think she was my first one. But then I remember like my dad showed me the, the Clark little guy that I always show that I wear his like t-shirts and stuff, mm-hmm. those hats. My dad showed me that like sophomore year of high school. He like emailed me because that's how me and my dad would interact. He sent me an email and he was like, check this out. And it was a link to like clarklittle.com in like sophomore year, it's like 2012 or something. Yeah. You know? Which is funny, but I saw that and I was like, whoa, like wave pictures and like nature, you know, and then that kind of blew my mind. Yeah. So were you not like aware that landscape photography was like a career? Other than like Ansel, well, no. And then Ansel Adams, of course, like you, anytime you hear about him, it's like, and he's dead. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. situation. And so I, so I thought, like, yeah, I felt like that was like something that, that you could have done. Yeah. Like, that was like a, you had to shoot on like giant, um, a tripod as tall as you with a giant box on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a. That's how you do that. Yeah. And no, and then I saw like Clark Little and then I got into like the Nat Geo stuff really heavy. Mm. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't even have to take pictures of people. Yeah. To, to you can take pictures of plants and, and landscapes. And shit like go. That. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah. so that, that really opened my eyes to, to that, that field. And then of course that's now where I, I mean, I'm not really like, that's not where I make most of my money now, but that's where I'm like leaning. That's where you're yeah. trying to go. Yeah. That's, right. It's yeah. the same thing with me. I don't make any money off of doing stuff that I want to really be doing. I make money off of the fact that what we both let's, let's want talk to do. About that. Let's talk about the community because I feel like the community is, is both like, it's like equally cancerous and supportive. There's like these people that are like really supportive to you and that are like friends. Totally. But then there's like the older, maybe like a little bit older that are like very gatekeepy. There's the, there's to... kind of like this weight of like, uh, you want, you have, like, you, that's so true. Cause there's a community within, like, it's funny cause we're kind of in a community, right. but we're also in separate communities because Which you're is, a photographer. We're, we're, we're in a community, but we're in a subset. Yeah. We're yeah. In a different subset. Su- like subcultures, yeah. like essentially. Yeah. Right. And that's like, and I mean, a subculture is like, a, is like the same thing with a subculture and a community of art is like the same thing of how a culture versus a subculture impacts a human. You know what I mean? Like I learned video. That's kind of like where I came from on my own through my family and through my own thing, thus entering this community, the subculture that supports art. But my expression of that is within video versus you. So the thing about the subculture that can be so beautiful is that you have this like 
potential team of people who are consistently willing to help you no matter what the terms are as long as it fits within their schedule and their lives the downfall of that is that once you put a bunch of people in the same room and they all want to do the same thing as much as you're going to create a form of community you're also going to create a form of insecurities and um intimidation and it's like uh, slow yeah I, I i always thought of it like like venom like yeah. the third time you hang out with the same group of creatives yeah and then like it's a little bit more comfortable that one person who's maybe a little bit more cocky or or has like more money will start to like totally do, the, do, the, you know. they kind of just like flush their feathers right yeah yeah and it's it's always been but the the thing that i found is that you know the person i'm, I'm very confident in the work that i do and even though i'm not really where i know i want to be in the future, like I, no, I like know that I'm, yeah, none yeah, of us are, no, yeah, no, no, exactly. We're all getting, there, yeah, yeah. But I know that I'm, I'm on my track. I know yeah. that I'm on my way, and I've found that anybody who rejects your pattern and the flow of work that you're in is because they are really scared of the path that they're on. And that doesn't mean that they're not doing well, and that doesn't mean that they're not going in the right direction for themselves. It's just the fear of not knowing what direction they're going. That is what scares them, thus making them scared of you. That, and once I figured that out, that made the subculture turn into a non-competitive space. Because I, I, I tweeted this the other day, but it, I, I love, I, I've been on this roll of tweeting. Lucas Ohem on Twitter. Lucas Ohem on Twitter. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to put up all of his stuff, put all his right. stuff on the screen. It's just Instagram, just Twitter. Pop, pop, yeah, pop, pop, yeah. pop, pop. All right. Yeah. So like, like when we go back in and edit this, just pop, pop, pop. Right exactly. Okay. But my, my t I tweeted this where I said it's not a competition unless you make it one. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And that's that to me. I feel that points. heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people like to. They, there's a, such a there's such a strong I've always found that there's like let me collect my thoughts I've always found that there isn't two types of people and I hate when people say that because there isn't there isn't it's that's just way too defining it sounds like but, a Scorsese movie line there, right? where you said there's two types there's two, two types, types of people, people here there's two types yeah. of people right you're either this the winners or the losers. losers and if you're a loser get the hell out yeah, you know right, what I'm exactly. saying yeah. we're only playing with winners but um, <laughs> no but like a lot of times I find that there's people who aren't worrying about the competition within the culture within art there are people who are thinking of it as a competition. Yeah. And that could be of a multiple things. Again, it could stem from insecurity. But I know people who are insecure who still look at it as a competition. I know a lot of people like yeah. that that I mean totally. I that I work with, but it's I, I I always wonder. I wonder why they think that because I have found the, the further I go into this, I've I see that there's room for everyone. Yeah. Like I I know there's room for everyone. Like we can all make it in some in totally. whatever your like your track can be fulfilled. Yeah, and it's like it's like that Kendrick <clears throat> line where it's like um it's like I thought that I – I'm paraphrasing it. I'm going to butcher it. It's Kendrick, so, uh -oh. you know, you can't say it the way that he can. But, like, it's like – he said that, like uh, – like I going to get sued for putting a Kendrick line in No, no, because I'm paraphrasing oh, okay, So it's like, it. you know, it's not going to be direct. But he said something along the lines of, like, it's not – you know, I spent my whole life blaming the world for my problems until I realized I was the biggest problem. Something like that. Something like that. And it's like, Which is true. yeah, and that, so it, true. it speaks yeah. so much volumes. I mean, I, I live with a guy who makes music videos and he makes what he wants to make. If you want to see a real YouTube channel, we'll throw that right here. Yeah. Overcast. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's a channel. Like right. for real. <clears> he, <throat> he <throat> like, we're going to leave that on the background. But the his time. videos are for nobody but himself. Yeah. In a field that, honestly, I've never seen anybody tackle in the way that him, his business partner, who's my other roommate, right. the way that they do I love it. following them. I love, yeah, I love it. They're like, and, like, it's funny because 
you know, you have you have a remotely trained eye in my field. You you sort know of. remotely, yeah. you have, vaguely. You right. you understand what movie making more is than a civilian, less of. than a, a a pro. Totally, yeah. And so you, like everybody else who first encounters their videos, you're like, what the fuck? Because mm -hmm. they have no. They have no film, film like not not video. They know how to shoot. They, they know how to shoot, but especially when I saw them do it. Yeah, that's what I was like yeah. looking at you, like you sure you know. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm over of, here like, like, no, it works. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, what? Like right. what? Like, I'm shooting him from yeah. from across the room. I'm looking at him like, yeah. I'm like I'm like I don't know a lot, but I know enough to know that this is odd. You know, I was like, exactly. I'm like, I know enough. To, this is a little odd. And you're looking at me, yeah. and you know, like I'm like I care a yeah, lot about yeah, yeah. film, like cinema itself. And you're looking at me like is. Is this right? I know. I'm, I'm the meme guy who's like right. sticking his head around yeah. the corner, like, "What's well, up?" Yeah. And I'm like, "No, it's okay." Yeah. And you're like, "What?" Like, because I'm like, "Co-sign this, please." Exactly. I don't know if this is the thing. Yeah. And once I had realized that they are doing, uh, that they are succeeding in the in the platform, in the aesthetic, and in the in the theory of practice that they feel comfortable, I was like, "Wow, there is really no reason to look at anything like a competition," because even though they're making videos and I'm making videos. I couldn't compare. To compare me to them would be rude in both ends because it would sure. be like, okay, maybe I have more detail in my films. Well, that's not what they're. But that's not what they're trying. To do. Yeah, that's not what they're trying to do. Okay, maybe they're crunching out videos faster than I am, but that's not what I'm trying to do. That's how I, I kind of squashed my own my own venom on that. I because I, I I remember I had like a little bit of venom and and Instagram and social media are kind of bad for this. I think. I oh, would, totally. I, I would I would go on and I'd be like, you know. Why do people edit like this? Why is this editing getting yeah. co-signed by like brands and companies and stuff? Because I'm like, it's really bad, or it's really easy. It's like a but one but totally you yeah. slap on a picture. Um, but then I, st I stopped and I thought about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just because I don't want to do that doesn't mean that they can't, and it doesn't mean that it's not good to them or to people who like it. Yeah. And I had to like get over my own self, like what you said. Like, totally. I had to get over myself. I'm like, wait a minute, we're, we're two in two different things here, and I got to let that be its thing because that is a thing. And don't let that exist, you know? Exactly. And you will only stand out more if other people are doing something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why it's I was like, like, stay in my lane. I'm going to just do what I do. It's funny because you kind of like, I feel like, especially right now in this stage of life that we're in, where we're in our early 20s. So we're kind of getting to a point where we have like enough brain capacity to really retain knowledge. Oh, are you 21 yet? I'm 20. Oh, God. Yeah. And the way you're 22? I'm 22. You're 22? Yeah. There's usually, between most of my friends. It's, it's like two. Three, yeah. It's two two That's it's what like I was telling people because I was like, I was like, you know, it's interesting because I'm like, I'm like the story of him will be interesting because he's from a different place and he's a little bit younger and he's like really far on, you know. Yeah. Twenty. Oh, so close. I know. I I, I like being young though. I I kind of miss I miss being like eighteen and being that film. Well, kid. that's when you blew my mind. Is yeah. Like when I knew you and you were eighteen and you came over here and you're talking about all this stuff and I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Like, let's go. Uh, grab a beer or something and you're like oh i'm 18 and i was like bah! yeah exactly like, blown away. See, but like i'm getting older now and it's like soon i'm gonna be like 22 and it's gonna be like oh it's cool you know your shit but it's like no. you're not this like young prodigy kid no no, no. Like, it's it stays because I, yeah. I go no no dude any like come with me to to shoot anything that's like sports and they'll be like we're, we're the youngest people by 30 years you know i guess that's true yeah. it'll, it'll keep happening because it happens to me all the time people i get i don't get jobs because people think i'm so young oh They've no and me. that happens to me and my roommates my roommates just <laughs> edited a video i don't know how them. that happens to them though they're, but because they are because they're younger than me like, but they can't let their they can't let all of their like their their work and clout supersede them that doesn't it doesn't like proceed their their like showing up no? so here's here's something let me pose a question to you that i find very interesting about this think about the perception of clout to somebody above the age of 30 
garbage. They don't care. They don't exactly. So why do they care? That's true. Yeah, because so like, like, it's, it's like, like this have, currency that they don't validate. Yeah, so it's like do they, they don't they don't understand the need and the the response to it, which is why like. As I'm looking at it, it's it it sounds it sounds rude, and I'm not trying to shut down people. I'm not trying to judge anybody by their age. Right. But we're kind of getting to a point where people above the age of like 30, 35, they're they're really missing out on this entire economic change that we're going through. I try to pitch it all the time to to, to things that are static. Like when I, when I try to like bid for like hotel chains or like things that are, are static, you know, yeah, not yeah. not moving media. Like yeah. a hotel is a hotel. Yeah. And I try to pitch it to them. I'm like, what we need, <clears throat> and I take the social route most of the time. Like, I'll try to explain this in like. Well, that's the most lucrative way. I try to explain it that way, but they like, there's a lot because like these marketing people are, are older than 35. Like, yeah, nine exactly. Of the time. And they don't see a value in social. They don't media. see a value in that, but also, but they've been burned. I find they've been burned by like influencers who like get free rooms or free whatever. Oh, and yeah. they're like, it doesn't pay off. Yeah. Because they've seen it from but, the influencer. Yeah. Level. And I'm like, no, no, I'm like, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to run around here vlogging. I'm like, we're going to make media to put out instead of like being a personality, but they've been burned. So I feel like they're, they're just so, um, totally. And I, I saw that working in real estate because it was like, you had some people who, uh, everybody under the age of 40, they, they kind of knew exactly what we needed to do. A minute or less real estate video, just to walk through, light voice. Oh, yeah, I try like, to say like, like less really, is more. Yeah. Really, really concise stuff. But then once you hit the real estate agents who are 55, 60, 70, they want to do these four-minute spiels about the granite countertops and the kitchens of these multi-million dollar homes. And, and it's like, long talk, yeah, and it's yeah. like, dude, nobody cares that much about you. And that's, that's that. And I mean, that's also ego that I wouldn't really even say that's age. That's mostly ego, but it is interesting though, that they don't, they don't really value it. I have these buddies and they basically, a good buddy of yours. I got, I got a good buddy. buddy No, but I do. I have these buddies and they, um, they're, one of them is, he's like one of my best friends for life. I met him when I was in fourth grade and, um, I moved out of, I'm, I'm originally from Tampa, Florida, and I moved Tampa, out of Florida. Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. A13, baby. I still got the area code. Which we have not yeah. been in the, we need to go to Tampa together. We oh, talked about I would love to take we you to Tampa. We talked about it. I, and I, I've, I've be been fun. to Tampa without a native. So yeah, no, Tampa is so different. Florida in itself is one of those places where, which is why I love Moonlight so much going back. Hold on, finish the story. Finish the story before we get Okay, yeah, I'm just, I'm going on tangents. But so my buddies, down in Florida, they started a promotion company for rappers back in 2015 called Tribe Promotions LLC. It's a it's a thing. It's a pretty big thing now, and they've expanded. They do Airbnbs and stuff like that. But I remember explaining it to my dad a couple of years ago when they did a big purchase. They bought when Gucci Mane got out of prison. Yeah. He started a new SoundCloud, which made his sound his previous SoundCloud open to the market, and they bought it Ooh. because then. They found that people are willing to pay to get a repost on a Gucci Mane SoundCloud account. Right, that's right, got millions right. of followers. Well, they got this like yeah piece of, of oh, SoundCloud it, real estate that's massive. Oh, it's yeah. so genius! Right, it yeah. is so genius in the, in the music it. industry, especially in Florida, in the trap. It's a big scene. scene. Oh yeah, my god! Scene. Like it's like so lucrative. Florida's got like the rap scene, the backyard fight scene. Oh yeah, and then there's like the the wild crazy guy scene that totally. goes through the Everglades looking for Crocs and stuff. Exactly, but like the 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 whole XXX Tentacion Lil Peep movement, most of that's out of Florida. So buying a Gucci Mane SoundCloud account is like Gold. insane. How much but was it? I, so I don't I don't remember. They don't they don't like, they don't, don't tell say, me numbers, and I I respect. I, I don't that. say yeah. numbers. Either. I'm yeah. a fan of, but I don't say numbers. Either. Yeah. It's it's smart, but um, 
Yeah, if I knew, I probably wouldn't say it on here. But um, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, don't tell me now. Yeah. Tell me later. But um, nah, like I tried to explain that to my dad. My dad's sixty-seven. Oh. We, we, got, we got old yeah kids. yeah yeah <laughs> and i was trying to explain it to him and he just was like that's so dumb why would they do that and i'm like you you really and and that was when i was like you don't you really don't understand how the world has changed where if you have a social media account that has that many views like it's it's not it's it's like owning fox or oh, it's, like, it's, like trying to tell them. it's like this is like owning a channel that's on cable but yeah. it's premium yeah like premium this is one channel. of the channels yeah. that is like yeah, That's you're not starting a channel. You're buying one that has years of yeah, yeah, exactly. And I remember, um, and they they always have followed that social media curve, and it's because they were young when they started. My yeah. my friend Kyle, who runs the business, he started when he was 16. Mm-hmm. When by the time he was 18, the man owns like two Airbnbs plus works out of a car dealership. Like this yeah. guy doesn't. He's one of those people that like just got obsessed with making money right. he's not like a dirtbag but he got obsessed with like <laughs> business and creating business. he's not he's not a dirt, i love how we have to preface that like american capitalism obsessed with making money but he's not a dirtbag he's not because, a dirtbag because like if you let that sit if you let obsessed with making money somebody's gonna go dirtbag yeah well i mean it's just i mean it's natural it makes sense but like do you remember the halloween clowns in 2016, oh, yeah, Halloween, they would like always be yeah terrorizing they're just like running you saw those videos remember the twitter account that's theirs Dude, that's insane. And then they sold. You serious? I'm dead ass. The, you probably saw it. You didn't yeah. even know me back then. No. No, in no. 2016, I don't think. No, but you know the account. Yeah. yeah the oh, account yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So what they did is that after they got huge, after they got like millions of followers, because everybody was freaking out over that shit. It was terrible. It's on the news, dude. Yeah. It was, on the news. It was fucking scary. That it was, was like news. a bunch of clowns running around all over America chasing you in the middle yeah. of the night. That's terrifying. But that's also exactly what people want to see on their Twitter timeline. Right. So they saw that and they were like, well, we need an account. They made an account. Then after having the account for a couple of weeks, and this is before Halloween, they just got called by all those pop-up costume shops all across the country. Said like, hey man, we'll give you a couple grand if you just post our shit here. If you put a link, if you pin our tweet for a week, we'll give you two, three grand just to say like, hey, you got the costumes up. And it was like, well, that, you got this such like you got that market cornered. Oh, and then I yeah. can name your price. Because think about it, it's like, yeah, they could sell a commercial, but when they look at the views of one of these videos, it's like two thousand because it's a five second video. Right, right. That when you know, and that's the genius of like I think where it's going now, because I think that like as YouTube is falling, because YouTube is starting to like crash and burn a little bit, not not like monumentally, but like it's not the golden age of YouTube is past. Yeah, we're through it. We're kind of yeah, because of like ad ad apocalypse and things. So now people are like, there's a there's a ceiling. We see the ceiling. Yeah, we're in like a new development era of what media is going to be. Right, and And social media is kind of taking that over because it's shorter. It's shorter, and 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 the shorter bite sized media is now realizing. Like now we're seeing, it's like wait, you can't sell an ad in front of a five second video because it's like we're not going to watch a five second ad to watch a five second video, but you can sponsor that content and just throw it somewhere. Totally, and that will be the lucrative nature of it because like with youtube it was like we were like oh wait a minute just throw like 15 second ad in front of this long video where somebody talks yeah but then you know like we've we've bell curved that out and we're kind of like on the downswing yeah it's at a point where you can't put ad block on a youtube video anymore. yeah and, yeah, and now they're getting to the point where they're they're like they're scrubbing away content because they're like oh advertisers don't want to sponsor that 
Yeah. And even though you're a massive oh, channel. You ever seen Psych Substance? You ever heard of that no. channel? No. So it's are, they getting, are they getting scrubbed off? He's a chem. It, it makes a little bit more sense. He's a chemist in like Europe. And yeah. he makes these YouTube channels to inform people how to take psychedelic drugs in a safe way. Oh, and they're getting scrubbed. No advertisers want to be yeah. on this channel. So YouTube is really just trying to be like, hey, you just kind of need to fizzle out. But it's like this right. dude's got millions of views on his oh, YouTube yeah. channel. So it's like... Well, there's tons of those There's now. so much politics in that that you, like, people don't even see. And that's the thing is like... the. Well, the pe- no, like sometimes they're seeing it because like the big, the big solo YouTube people are hit, getting hit with it now. They're like, oh, there was a part of this video that got 8 million views, but advertisers don't want to sponsor that. So like, yeah. it's not going to. And that's because the content that blows up on YouTube is unfiltered. Yeah. So that's the thing. Ad agencies will jump on cable TV networks because it's all filtered. Well, but 37 people in a boardroom signed off on signed off on one program on right. each program. And but then, me and you make a YouTube video and no one signed off on it. Yeah. You just throw it up there. But if it blew up, if I took a firecracker in my butt and we blasted it off right the floor, there, I, yeah. I bet we'd get at least 15,000 views. By and that's that's nobody. Nobody can control right. how, what the viewership is. Right. Nobody right. can control the audience. We don't know. Even us. We don't know the demo. We don't even know the demo. It could not blow up and it could blow up and the point is is that it's out of everybody's control yeah. and that's something that i feel like advert that's where you're saying like youtube's becoming this really weird area because advertisers are trying to monetize it but they can't right. they can't direct audience and they and they're not going to control the creator people. yeah what they should do though is that they should just say like fuck it like if this channel is getting millions of views then why like why squash on good advertising if this dude's talking they, about you know, taking psychs, safe psychedelic drugs, just advertise for this channel. They're they're just. I think. I think the problem is uh, they're they're scared of. And and this is crazy because YouTube won't even talk about it. Like they've had YouTube like executives come on to a couple different channels that I watch and try to talk about this, and they don't like say why. They're just basically at the mercy of these advertisers, the big the big big companies. And I think there was something like. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but a certain video platform that is massive, that is only for video. Yeah, I think it starts with a V. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, like yeah. we won't say their name, but you get the picture. That's like a club. They're like, like a, but but they won't. They won't. They, they were saying like they won't get on something that even like remotely promotes some other. Like if 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 you're going to go some other way with I'm like oh I'm a creator on YouTube and like here's my like video journey mm-hmm. of like how I'm gonna build my company. It's like, if you go some other way and you don't kind of like have a nice, um, like, uh, outlook on how you're going to promote yourself to totally. go a different direction. And I'm like, that's crazy. Cause they're just, they're like, yeah, they're, they're just like, they're so exclusive though. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, a, they're, they're going to bestow their like blessing on these YouTube people. They they're can like, though. They really can't like, they can, but it's like at the same time, it's like what you get 3 million views. If you've like made yourself popular on YouTube and then you get this company who's like not worthy. So you don't get paid off this video. Yeah. What's crazy to me, though, is that, like, getting 3 million views on YouTube is achievable. Yeah. It's not – It's it really is. It's not It's not easy. No, it's, it's not achievable. easy, but it's, it's, it's not achievable. impossible. No, it's not impossible. Right. It's really, like, if you look at 3 million – You can do it say, with this phone. Yeah, you can. You, you really can at this point. But when you think about that, that company that you were just saying – Imagine if you had a video on there with 3 million views. Totally different. Because it, totally it's so different, different yeah, because totally different. you're looking – the people who go on that site – are looking for the content that you're making, but they're way, way more scarce and picky about it. We're doing it again, though. We're doing it again. Huh. We're, we're thinking about our own aspirations because, like, there's plenty of people that don't care if they get on there. They want to be YouTube. Totally. They, they want the people's yeah. fame, not the, 
See, the you know fine who, wine glory. You know who impresses me the most right now in my life that I've studied? Casey Neistat. <laughs> and yeah, I know I'm just like, no. I'm feeding to the grain. Cut, yeah, I know, cut but, this out. But he, are you not a nice set? I watch him. I've, I've seen them all. Here's where I've seen them all. And, I've, I've seen, seen them all. all. That's a lot. That's I've seen a them, lot. Listen, I've seen them all because, like, I love, I love that you said study because I've had to study it. He's, I've had to go and study it. He's because you know, I, I mean, you're a vlogger, so you understand. Sometimes, that. sometimes I haven't, been, I haven't put up a video in a couple months. But, but I, gotta check, I gotta check the, the oh, time. Shit. I gotta check the time on the camera. Now. But I, yeah, I checked it. Can I use the restroom real quick? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> We went 30, okay. what are we at, like 27 minutes? I'll cut it, I'll cut it, we'll do a cut. Let's get another clap in. All right, uh, here again, Lucas Oaks Messick put all of his stuff on the screen. <laughs> all of it. Um, let's talk, so sponsors literacy, your dad worked at Canon. Yeah. Throwing cameras your way. Um, Not I, necessarily like in the career sense, but just saying like, look at this. Totally, like, yeah. This. And then what would you say, like your school opened your eyes to the career aspect of it? My school opened my eyes to the career aspect of it and then gave me opportunities where I actually could make money off of making videos. So yeah. that that was the biggest thing. Right? High like, yeah, uh, there's a, yeah, this was high school. Okay. So, so I was 16. And then let's talk about your college journey because it's a it's an interesting one and one that as I'm in the end of my college journey, I'm jealous of yours. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I don't know why you're Okay, so I... Well, I mean, I'm going to have a degree. So I'll, I guess, I'll, I guess. I'll give you the full load, but I'll keep it pretty yeah, short. Um, so I was, about to, I was about to leave my senior year of high school and I had applied for a couple of uh, colleges. I got into UT Texas at Austin's film program, but they're really expensive. Lots of and, money. Yeah, lots of money. I got into UCLA, but that's also so the same kind of thing, really, really expensive. Um, and I wasn't really good with scholarships because I had a lot of credentials, but I had a 2.5 GPA. So I settled on this small art school in Santa Fe called University of Santa Fe's Art and Design. And then two weeks before I graduated high school, they shut down the entire school and took away my full ride to the university. Ooh. So that put me right at a start. How, how about that sign? Yeah. We're closing the university. Yeah. They closed down the whole school. Yeah. I had no, I, I'm, I'm like shit out of luck. I'm in Los Angeles for this film competition that me and my school go to every year. My high school went to every year yep. and I get this email and I'm like, wow, this really sucks. But so I enrolled that following fall, which was fall of 2017, I enrolled at Scottsdale Community College. Go Artichokes. Yeah. They're fighting known, Artichokes. They're baby. known in Arizona as Put that being. Logo up here, the fighting Artichokes. Fighting Artichokes. Oh my God. They're known in Arizona for being the best film school, and that's a very low bar. <laughs> um, no, and, I, and you know, I have a lot of. Um, I have a lot of like resentment that shouldn't be there for most students. I don't dis I don't disregard people to go there. I don't tell them not to. I say that if you have a basic understanding of how to make films and you want to make movies, you shouldn't go to school. That's my that's my opinion on it. That's where I've learned. I know people from who've graduated from. Oh, wait, ASU. Wait, wait, wait. So tell tell the story. He didn't graduate. Oh, no. So I go, I go so off. So <laughs> I went there and I, I did enjoy the program and some elements of it. There were some professors who were really great. But the problem is, is that professors like to say that they know the way to do things. But when you work at a community college in film, you haven't made a movie. And that's a very compelling thing to work with. So I went there the first semester. I got kicked out of my first production class because I brought a whole set of lights in for a short film that we were making in class. They kicked me out because they said that I was bringing too many equipment onto a set, too much equipment onto a set. Yeah. So I uh, I struggled with that. Huh, this sounds a lot like ASU's photo program. <laughs> ASU photo program. Horrible. But um. I start terrible. <laughs> 
so my, my, my second semester at Scottsdale, I made a 16 millimeter short on film, which is almost done. It, I, when you see it now, I know I shot I know, the I, behind the scenes. You shot the behind the scenes. Time ago. We shot it in April of 2018 and I still haven't released ago. it yet. I, I have images on ice. I have images on ice for, for, for so long. I almost deleted that folder out of my Google Drive. I've started and finished probably five projects on okay. over that yes, one. Yes, over the yeah. course of the time. So I have these pictures that when I've you, been sitting on. Yeah. First off, you know the story of the film. Yep. It's yeah. that's a that was a hard project to just yes. take on in general. And when you see when I will send you the cut today. When oh, you cool. see it now, cool. we don't have the score yet, but it's okay. pre-score with sound. Yeah. For for those of you who don't know, film shooting on film, um, you, you can't watch any playback. No. Nah. Because it's not digital, so there's no playback. Uh, you really, every time you shoot, it's very expensive, so you have to really rehearse and get things right. The really first time. stressful. It's stressful. Um, what else is well, I, audio I, separate? I it's loud. Wrote, directed, and acted in it. Yeah, well, so that's, a, I, that's a mess. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, it is a mess. <laughs> I wasn't looking through the camera, so I had. I had my. Uh, no, 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 Pete. Put Pete, everything about Pete on the screen, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Pete is a wizard. Oh, yeah. I'm, try, I'm, so I'm begging him to come to Yosemite my, with me. Oh, yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get him. I remember him. he was telling me about that. In August. I'm yeah. like, dude, please find this, figure this out. I remember I... Uh, I'm going with or without you going. You're just going I'm going. Regardless. I'm going to do 10 days, and I'm like, Pete, we got to do this right. That's crazy. I'm like, we got to do this right, Pete. And he's like, okay, I'll see if I can figure it out. And I'm like, I'm like you better let me know, because I'm going to go. And yeah. if you're there, better. But if you're not, I'm going. I feel that completely. So, but yeah, so Pete is a he's a director of photography. He graduated from ASU. He's a year he's like a year older than he's me. He's a year older yeah. than me. So he's like about to turn twenty three in June. One of my best friends. He he met me right as I was leaving, right as I got out of high school and saw that I was just a really hopeless romantic film student who didn't want to continue their education. But point is, is he was my cinematographer on the film set, and basically he had to be my eyes. Because I I wasn't looking at the shots that I was getting. Yeah, there's anyone to trust to be your eyes. Oh, he he did it well. He he, what an incredible director of photography and mastered every part of the craft that I needed somebody else to control. So good. So yeah. So, but that that takes a lot. Like you said, it it you know you need to rehearse. You need to make sure the shots are right. I have shots in there that I look at and I see where people on the set like didn't do didn't like fuck it up but they definitely like made the whole thing different because yeah. of one particular thing really small things we made it work but it, it was definitely hard definite learning experience so i i get my negatives back i'm about a week before the semester ends. Film. yeah because i get because it's <laughs> film so i get all my scanned film back in this folder and that was it i dropped out i didn't i saw the course of the program over the next couple of years i had a couple of friends from my high school who are a year or two older than me who finished the program and it, it just didn't seem appealing. It was like, okay, if I go here for another two years, I will be able to be on the set of a short film Yeah, that maybe I would be able to pitch, but by my track record, so, I, they wouldn't take a film that I wanted to make for sure. <laughs> You're like, by my, by my wildness, they're not going to take No, it. oh, they hated yeah. everything I wrote. Which, they, okay, so that's, but, but in contrast, so you've got your situation, your sponsor's literacy, what happens to you in school, you drop out, but let's let's flip that and let's take that against somebody who like did graduate like June, right? Oh, Someone yeah. who did graduate. She she blows my mind because she goes against everything that I believe in. Like, yeah. <laughs> but 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 I mean like someone who went through the system, the system, the, the edu- like the, the film school and well, well okay just to just to make a statement real quick in America 
at at the age that we're at, there is a system that you have to follow. Yeah. You do four years of protocol. Ex- yeah, protocol. protocol. You graduate from high school, then you do four years and get a bachelor's degree in whatever you're trying to do with your life, and that is supposed to be the way to do it. So yeah, she followed she followed the system. She worked within the protocol, and did it in an incredible While way. Also being fucking gangster yeah no, I mean, like, 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 yeah. like seriously she's one of the only other filmmakers in phoenix that i look at and go like wow wow yeah. so i mean if i could i would just my whole spiel here would just be like 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 i'd run june abs everything. on everything, everything. Yeah, she like, deserves it i would put i would put trailers for her shorts before everything you know, i make the, she's on the you're right I, I know i wish i could get trailers and just put it in front of everything i have right june's on the on the back cover i put a picture of her on the back cover of my agency book that i'm giving out really that's she's on fire the back cover. yeah well, she just deserves it yeah. just because i was like because there's a back cover and i was like oh i'm like i don't want to leave it white mm-hmm. you know and then i was like what could go on here and there's that picture of her with a film camera mm-hmm. in in central park and yeah I was like, that's the back that's cover. Beautiful. just just to be like i need to like give my like tip of the cap oh like, yeah so she is a she is a film director who went to ASU, got her bachelor's degree there. She made a music video and a short film. She made other stuff. I've 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 stocked her whole performance, but she really what she honed in on is she made a really excellent music video yeah, and a very really, phenomenal short really film. Nobody's seen that one either. Everybody's seen the breakup shoes, but nobody's seen that one. And I I just met her right when she made that, which is crazy. And I was known like, her for a little longer. Yeah, no, see, because I was I was still entering like that whole group and Mariah had introduced me to her and we had talked about scripts. Me and her are actually collaborating on a script that I'll tell you about after. Oh, time, but yeah, don't tell me oh yeah, it'll be it'll, it'll be good. But um so excited to hear she, anything she's doing. She uh but yeah, she I saw that and I was like, This is insane. But yeah, she graduated, made probably the best short film to ever leave Arizona. Mm-hmm. That's that's that I, I couldn't I couldn't name a short film that I've seen yeah. that moved me more than hers. She's just fantastic. Yeah. And she's a production designer. And to me, though, that is why she needed school. Do you think so? For the production design? Oh, yeah. Incredible. Because I can sit in my – I'm a writer. That's where, I, that's where I start in film. If you had to trace me in all my work, where does it all stem from? I'm a conceptual dude. I like the, I like the idea of themes, plots, that kind of thing. Character. That, that, that really embodies me. She is like a, an aesthetic filmmaker. That doesn't degrade any of her work. She's got just as much depth as anything else that I do. But she approaches it from that standpoint. The thing is, is that to be an excellent production designer, you have to have tangible resources. Yep. You have to have props. You have to have a team. You have to have well, she's got Josh. an understanding on color theory. She's got Josh, too, Josh. who's an excellent DP. Like one of also, the, also, also, along with Pete. All, like, like if there's an XXX, if there's like an XXL freshman team for like DPs, Wow. Captains are Pete and Josh. Yeah, for real. Just killing it. Those are the captains. Those are the team captains. Oh, yeah. And then so... But she, that to me was why it made so much sense why university worked well for her. She was a hardworking person. Yeah. So school I, was transparent. And, to and that. that's interesting to me because like along with this project, with what I'm doing here is like, we've got someone like you who, 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 who got what you seemingly needed or saw out of school mm-hmm. left. Yeah. And then you've got June who is like, also on her path, equally good, but went all the way through. Oh, yeah. And is using hers. It's not better to be just very honest. I think she's she's not she's not specifically a photographer, but she's a better photographer than me. And then, yeah, there you go. She's but, not a photographer, but she's fucking great photographer. Right. I mean, like, which hurts my brain. Right. She's not a photographer, and she's like of the people I personally know, top two. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so like to to expand on this, you've got one model where where someone goes all the way through school finishes 
makes excellent things. Um, I feel like I've, I've only talked to her about it a little bit, but when she went through there, she has this, she has a nice attitude about it. She's like, no, I needed it. I learned a lot. And now I'm like ready to just go off. But I've, I've, I've of course saw her going off before she graduated. Totally. Yeah. But then with you, um, and with, with me, I'm not even in school. Like I'm, my schooling is not anything related to this, you know, like I'm not, uh, going to school for something. Well, creative marketing yeah. English are kind of creative because you can be creative. Well, it's not what you're doing. But it's not what I'm doing. But uh, your sponsors and her sponsors are probably different. Everyone's sponsors of literacy are different. Totally. Like you've got your dad. But the model of like learning, I feel like you two are like a great. Oh, we're so different. And it's it's yeah. so fun. That's why I love her so much. Is yeah. That she, yeah. And I think she feels the same way about me where it's like we really – show each other what we both don't know. She kind of made me, uh, I'm not excited about school at all, but she kind of made me think that I should be because she was so happy to be in there. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I'm like, you know, she's really good. See, I, I actually had a real moment with her where I was like, Hey, am I making the wrong decisions here? Like you're, you're, I was full on. I was like, you're young enough to do it. Get out. No. Yeah, totally. And I'm asking, I asked her this, um, at a party in December before she had moved and she had moved to New York and I, I asked her, I'm she's like, in New York. now. Yeah. And I asked her, I'm like, yo, like, she was, I was like, do you think that like I could, like, cause I was being real with her. I was, I never met anybody who, who had exceeded my expectations of filmmaking from any university She's out here. so real. Yeah. Just on like first. Oh yeah. And I was like, so did I, did I fuck up? And she was like, I needed that way to learn. You don't, right. don't do that. This was my way. But again, it's like, she was a production designer. She needed the access and she, you need the resources. And some people just benefit from school. I look at yeah. Mariah, Mariah Mineta, my roommate, one of our good friends, amazing, amazing right? photographer, <laughs> fantastic photographer. But my point on her is she's the other of the, of she, the June's in the top two, the Mariah's in the other you, also in the top two. You don't need to go to school to be a photographer. No. I have another friend, his name is Nick Lamarck, and I he's doing. I fully believe you don't need to go to college to be a professional, successful, make a living. Artist. Artist. In artist general. In general. Yeah. But like specifically artist. photography. Like, yeah. I, I you don't really don't. don't but Mariah is one of those people where school only helps. It doesn't yeah. hurt. It doesn't hurt. Right. And yeah. That's a big thing. She, yeah. It's, it's, it's just like with her. And I know people who, you know, Everett Malloy. Yeah. Also really young, right? 17. <sighs> yeah. I feel like I was the first of people where they were like, wait, how old do you have to be to be good? It was like, well, I'm 18. Change the definition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And at that time, think about it. When you met me, I was 18. 18 yeah. And when I met Everett around that same time, he was 16. And I was I was like, dude, you're crazy. But That's ridiculous. I mean, but it's not ridiculous because it's like, why couldn't someone that young be good? Yeah, you know, it, it's just because if, if you didn't start that young, you don't think it was possible. Right. And, but, and then also, though, like I spend my days shooting with people who are like double my age or yeah. more. So I always, I'm always getting like, oh, yeah. You know, like pressure from these yeah. old people going like, you're doing it wrong. You, like, this is the wrong gear. Yeah. This is the wrong that. Like, you're doing it the wrong – you're approaching it the wrong way. And, like, of course, sometimes they uh, – I, like I don't just block out all their information. But it's a lot of static and it's a lot of pushback it's because a, of age. Yeah, and it's a lot of, like, listen, I did it this way. It worked for me, so you should do it the same. And that's just bullshit. Like, if you like, – Yeah, because I was like – I'm like, yeah, you did it this way. But that was also in, like, the 90s, man. Like, yeah, it's different it's, now. It's so know? different now. It's so different. If you're looking at any kind of career and basing it off about something me. before the internet, you you don't know what's going on yeah, now. and they bitch about, like, having to switch to mirrorless. They're like, ugh. Gotta switch to mirrorless. And I'm like, right there. So why should I try to do it like you? Like, you're complaining that the format's changing again. 
Yeah, they saw it go from film to digital. Totally, seeing it, like uh, DSLRs go away. Dude, what I love about that conversation in film is that like most people will make this big statement about how like film is the best, but the ones who really love it and do it well, like Paul Thomas Anderson or like Roger Deakins, like they both are like they're both Deakins. they're both good. Yeah, like why are we complaining right. about mm-hmm. what is? But it's it's like one of those things. I think it, the same thing falls in photo. You can't hate on one because they're no. both necessary. You can't hate on one of the mediums. You should try both of them and yeah. figure out which one works best for you right. i know you my friend mocha you know andrew mocha yep. Let him twice he's a good photographer excellent and he's a digital guy yeah. for sure and like that i'm a digital guy like i have a film yeah. camera but i'm a like yeah, I, I, someone's telling me i'm a digital guy yeah and and it's like why why am i a digital guy it's because my the way my brain works and what i want to make and it's all for me i need the tool the tool it needs to be as out of the way as possible yeah so what what for me what is that it's digital it's quick it's out the the, the totally. physical thing moves yeah just get out of the way like the thing that just you like put less distance between me and the thing i want to capture yeah. and film of course is a meditation on the actual medium so it's inherently in the way i have to know about you this need material to be, you need to engulf yourself fully but that works so well for people like mariah yeah who transitioned from a portrait digital photographer to like this editorial conceptual film photographer but it made sense because once she got that depth within herself yeah. to pour into her work it showed because that was when she just changed her format yep. entirely. And it makes sense. And again, it goes back to that thing where people just need to stop thinking that they're doing things the right there's way. No they're, right, yeah, there's they're no right way. They're doing it their way. Yeah, and it, that, that goes back, your way. That goes no back right to me way. in yeah. June where it's like, yeah. look, she's doing things right, but so am I, but we're doing them so differently. Right. And yeah, but I would say like in college, at this point, the only people who have, who have changed my perception of what I need to be doing is my roommates and... Sponsors Myself. literacy, man. Yeah, Your roommates. They're they, sponsors literacy. They key. showed me because they they're be older than you. You know, they don't have oh, to be. Totally. You know, they're they both younger than me. Right. Yeah. They they showed me that it doesn't matter about anything except for just doing what you want to be making. Right. And that was really that that was really the biggest thing at this point because it just showed me that the content that I want to make is good and I need to stop holding out on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. I think that's a good place to end it. I mean, we've been out here uh, a long time. Lucas Oaks Methic and. Um, our sponsors of literacy different well also the same like the high school because i had the big one in high school and you had one right? mm-hmm. um what else you went to college june didn't i'm in college we saw where that mm-hmm. diverges but it also is like you said like there's no right way that's, totally i think that's the big thing we're young oh and uh, so like we're young there's no right way but i mean i know people who have just started and they're like older you know well into their 40s or something also making really nice work so I think yeah. that there's not even a time you have to start. It's no, like you, can, you can do it at whatever point you pick want. Pick up any age. There's no right way. Do it your way and just be confident in that. There's room for everyone yeah. in the circle. And, uh, and I think that's where we got to leave it. Because, totally. Uh, and the, the sun hates me today. I was oh, I know. It's like left really cloudy. The second half of this video is dark. It is. All right, man. Let's wrap this up. 45 minutes. You're going to give me a, an editing um, quite a lot to edit. All right. Bookmark this.